Hello, and welcome to another episode of Moving Into the Future. Today, I'm joined by Kevin Gray from First Class Moving and Storage out of Florida. Kevin and First Class are partners with the Advanced Group in our different markets. So today, Kevin and I are going to discuss the dynamics of the Florida market directly from a small business perspective and how we work together to service our various clients throughout the country. Uh, Kevin, thanks for joining us today, man. I'm excited to uh, have a conversation. It's a pleasure to be here on the Jack Mack experience. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, man, this is cool. We've, uh, you know, we've really gotten to know each other well over uh, the, really the last year or so. And, you know, you guys, especially at First Class, do a great job down there. You know, we're a proud partner in OMA. Um, and, and like me, you know, you've spent your career in the moving and furniture world. You know it well. Uh, and, you know, you've mostly been in the Southeast U.S. market, uh, previously in Atlanta, and then to Florida. And, and you've been in Florida for about a year now. So, you know, you've really seen uh, a lot of the action down there. You know, what was it about uh, the South Florida market that made you want to, you know, go there about a year ago? Sure, man. So, yeah, Atlanta was a fantastic market. Great city, great place to live. Um, just had the opportunity to change things. I, um, I grew up in the Jacksonville area, North Florida, so wanted to change things up. And um, South Florida market, as we're going to discuss later, was just it's always been a great market for our industry. And then, um, you know, considering the existing climate that we live in um, with COVID and things of that nature, um, it was I think it became an even better market. Um, and then not to mention the great relationship I have with first class management, um, Will Fallon, Chris Hunt, and Bill Benner. Um, those guys played a huge role in supporting me and taking a chance on me to bring me down here. Um, so I, I really, uh, very grateful for that, uh, towards them for that. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, uh, Will and, and Bill, they're all, they're all really great guys. And, um, you know, I've, I've been impressed with, what I've seen from them, you know, the, the Florida market is really unique because unlike New York, you know, New York is the five boroughs and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's focused and, and, you know, very um, specific to New York city. But whereas in Florida, you know, you have, you know, five or six markets down there between Tampa, Jacksonville, Orlando, uh, Miami, you know, even West Palm beach, Fort Lauderdale are all these different, uh, business centers down there. So, you know, you know, and, and first class has done a really good job of, of being present in all of those markets, you know, specifically in your market though, in South Florida, how have you seen it really developed in the last year, you know, since you've been down there, you know, Miami is obviously known as this really party destination and, and fun and, you know, beaches and, and, and clubs and that sort of thing. But, you know, now we're seeing a real business shift down there. Um, you know, how has it been for you? What type of companies are you seeing down there? And um, how has it really changed and, and uh, increased since you've been down there? Sure. Yeah. It's, as far as what kind of companies are moving down here, it's a mixed bag of everything. But like you and I spoke about before, um, a lot of uh, a lot of financial firms, a lot of um, a lot of tech and startup companies. Um, but existing companies, the industrial game down here is crazy. Nobody, can, I mean, I know same in New York, but nobody can find warehouse space. Um, but companies are just expanding warehouses as well. They're, um, you know, Miami's just kind of that melting pot for everything. So since I've been here, just the, just the demand that I've seen um, for not only individuals moving here, but companies looking to move here 
it's been out of this world. Um, but obviously from a mover's perspective, um, on the commercial side, it's, it's what we dream about, you know, it's everything that we could hope for in regards to the demand for our services and, uh, the chance to help these clients out. So, um, just being a part of that, um, kind of that high traffic, uh, volume of people moving here and companies moving here and, and companies that were already here and are moving around and expanding and, uh, growing their operations. It's been a, it's been a great, uh, experience to be a part of that. Yeah, definitely is. And, you know, like I started at the advanced group in April, 2020, really right when like this whole pandemic started to go down. So my whole experience in the business, since I got back on the vendor side has really been, you know, very specific to like decommissioning offices, specifically in New York, you know, as you know, we do, we do work in other markets, but specifically to New York, it's been a lot of decommissions and like, you know, people subleasing their space out. So they need to either get their furniture into storage or, you know, liquidate it entirely. Um, and that's really been, been the focus for jobs in New York the last really, you know, two years now. But in Miami, it's completely different. You know, you're seeing massive expansion and growth and, you know, movement into bigger office and stuff like that. You know, um, how's that been? You know, just seeing so much dynamic and seeing so much growth. It must be, uh, you know, very rewarding from your end just to see that type of market activity and and continued growth down there yeah every day is different and that's kind of what i like about our industry and our job in the first place is you know one day you might be decommissioning an office and a client's like hey we need to be out of here by tomorrow or else you know our landlord's going to nail us with these penalties um so just kind of fighting the clock on those kind of projects is fun when we can come through for the client and kind of uh and kind of really help them out in those situations. But also if we got a big storage project for clients or um, furniture installation or a long haul, um, you know, just the diversity and the versatility that we have as a team to help in all these different areas of the commercial real estate world and, uh, and these commercial businesses, um, it's been like I said, every day is a new challenge and every day there's a new project or a new um, or a new time window that you got to beat or something like that. And um, we're just happy to be able to accommodate those clients and uh, be flexible to their needs. Yeah. And that's so key. And, you know, again, one of the good things about first class that I've really understood and realized is how dynamic you guys are and, you know, how many uh, services you guys can help commercial clients with, but also being in, in so many different markets, like I said before, you know, being uh, boots on the ground in like Tampa and Orlando um, in South Florida, where you are, it's interesting because similar to New York, where, you know, like downtown Manhattan is, is known as a financial district and that's where, you know, wall street is. And a lot of the financial firms are. And then, you know, as you get closer to midtown, you may see, uh, more startups, you know, on the, on the West side of, of midtown where Google is and Facebook is and those companies, uh, how does that translate in Florida? Uh, you know, like, is there a, you know, specific area where there are a lot of financial firms, like you see Kathy Wood's company, I believe is in uh, St. Petersburg down there, you know, have you seen um, certain types of companies uh, or industries gravitating towards certain neighborhoods and stuff like that? Yeah. So initially, like when you think of the, the FinTech district in Miami, it's, um, it's heavily Brickle, the Brickle area. 
Um, and a lot of startups and kind of the art scene has focused towards Wynwood. Um, so Spotify, Live Nation, companies like that, um, big names for tech. They, they have big presences in Wynwood. Um, Brickle, you know, any, any law firm and finance firm um, is typically there. However, a lot of the companies, a lot of the financial companies that are moving from New York in the Northeast are um, settling a little further north in the Palm Beach uh, area. So West Palm, uh, Delray. Um, so there's a lot of, uh, like I said, and like we'll talk about later, this, this market is just so big as a whole that there's, um, it's very well spread out and, uh, and it's, it's cool to see all these companies coming here from out of state as well. Yeah. And I think too, like, you know, we had seen reports, the economic growth in Florida, like during the pandemic was significantly more than anywhere else in the country. Um, so, you know, it's really nice to be in that hot button and, you know, for our listeners too, as far as how Kevin and I work together and why, you know, relationships like this are advantageous to our clients. You know, if I have a client or Kevin has a client in Florida um, or my client in New York and they're planning, you know, to either move their office completely from New York to Florida or open up another uh, branch there, it's something we can execute seamlessly. You know, Kevin mentioned it before as far as, uh, you know, different challenges and timelines that clients, you know, provide to them. And the same thing happens up here. It's, it's the nature of our business and, and it is part of what makes it fun. But having partners like First Class and Kevin where things can happen seamlessly in those tight timelines and you know the service is going to be parallel to what you're receiving in New York makes the entire, you know, wheel of a company uh, spin much more efficiently because of that. Um, and like, you know, good examples are when we're doing a project, you know, whether it's an office move or, or let's say it's, you know, like a packing project and, you know, we have certain standards or processes that we're following in New York. I send those same processes to Kevin in Florida and the, and the move happens just like that there. And for a client, especially too, who usually isn't in Florida, they might be stationed in New York, but need it done down there the communication tools, the project management tools, all in place to help make that move seamless with nobody on site, you know, from facilities or real estate or office management um, really helps everything move a, move a lot better. Um, but, but circling back to, to, you know, Wynwood specifically, I remember we opened up an office uh, when I was at WeWork down there and it was like a big deal. And then you see like Spotify and Live Nation's offices and they're going to have like, like, Basically, like, I think there's like bars or clubs or like live, you know, event spaces like that's so cool to see an area like that. Um, have you been surprised at any other, uh, you know, cities in, in Florida uh, that have really, you know, expanded during the pandemic or, um, you know, grew a little little more uh, than, than you probably thought they might have? Yeah, man. So I, I actually live in Fort Lauderdale specifically. And, you know, when you think of South Florida, you think of Miami and um, you'd be surprised by Fort Lauderdale and just the growth that it's seen um, because, you know, it's a beautiful downtown area. When you see the Fort Lauderdale skyline, you're like, wow, I never even knew that existed. <laughs> so um, it's been really neat to see how that's growing and to be a local there. Um, but 
companies like Fort Lauderdale, I think, because, you know, you get the South Florida vibe and you get that feel. It's also a great, just a beautiful area. You get the beach right there as well. Um, and you got a great, uh, great nightlife, great restaurants, um, just a great scene down there. Um, the real estate, you know, it's, it's, it's increasing in South Florida regardless, but, you know, Fort Lauderdale is not Miami. Um, so I think companies can find some more financial flexibility by settling in Fort Lauderdale. Um, again, it's not, I'm not saying it's cheap by any means, but it's, uh, you know, it's a little, it's a little less of a financial burden, I believe. Um, so it's been cool to see Fort Lauderdale blow up as it, as it is. And, uh, yeah, it's a great place to live and work. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I love Fort Lauderdale. Um, but see, I only know Fort Lauderdale from like spring break 2009, you know, like I don't know from a, from a business perspective, but it is, it is a, a really nice city. And I remember going there and, you know, it's when you live in New York, you can't compare other cities to New York because New York is like its own separate beast, you know, but like when you do go to like, you know, the Fort Lauderdale's or like the Tampa's um, and you see how those cities have really just grown and, and become like very prominent centers. Um, it's, uh, it's cool to see. Um, and, you know, just for some background now, so first class started in Tampa, right? Correct. And then you guys have basically expanded out from there. Um, you know, when you were going through that process, see, because again, you know, we're both young guys in the industry and it's an industry that is, uh, you know, few, few and far between with, with people in our position who have done it their whole careers are young, want to stay in it, want to do well. You could have your pick of your litter where you want to go, you know, and, and when you were searching for a new job, you really could have gone anywhere. You know, what was it specific about first class that made you want to go there? Yeah, man. Um, first class has been um, our current VP, Bill Benner, and I uh, worked together in our previous life um at a company i was with prior to this um so he and i were close from that and he joined first class before i did and i noticed they had a south florida market you know i grew up in florida and north florida which is a little bit of a different world but you know i've always liked being somewhat close to my family and they're still up there so it's a pretty easy drive for me um but i just you know i had that relationship with bill and he introduced me to chris and will our two co-owners and um, just seeing the, um, not only the kind of guys they were and just how well we clicked and got along, um, but just the, just the aggressiveness they had towards um, expanding in this market. And, you know, they've been, they've been in Tampa for, I believe 20 years. We just had our 20th anniversary um, last year. And I wanna say South Florida has been going on going on 10 years, somewhere around there. Um, so just to see, but there's still so much growth opportunity down here and just to see their attitude and their desire to really um, not just keep growing in Florida and elsewhere, but you know, in this specific market where they wanted me, it was exciting to be a part of that. And it's been exciting to see it grow and to um, just see kind of like where I even started a year ago and just the amazing, uh, contacts and relationships I've built over this past year. And uh, again, Chris, Bill and Will have, and all the rest of my team here, they've been like an incredible support um, in helping me grow that. Um, and just an awesome team here, man. So it's been, uh, 
It's been a great ride. It's been hands down the busiest year I've seen since I've been in the industry. Um, but you know, we're just getting started. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. That's really exciting. You know, especially in the same for me too, for, for that matter. Uh, you know, last year was my first full year in the industry and, you know, I'm, again, we're, we're probably very similar in this, this regard. You know, I hold myself to a very high standard in terms of like, you know, the business I pull in and the, the, you know, revenue that I, that I generate. It was, it was a good year, you know, as, as we reflected, uh, last month at the end of 2021, you know, we, we've got a good thing going. And part of the reason why it's a good thing is because, you know, we're a part of OMA and this, this organization that turns us from these, quote unquote, small businesses in local markets to this nationwide juggernaut, really with the capabilities to service, you know, Fortune 100 companies, you know, all the way to the top with their various, you know, uh, furniture needs. And see, again, you're unique because you come from the world. That was your first job, or at least one of the first jobs you had, um, you know, working for a large nationwide uh, moving company, commercial moving company, services company. Uh, what do you think it is, you know, about being in OMA that that's been so impressive to you? And, and, you know, what do you, what do you like the most and see the most potential in, in the group as a whole? Yeah. I just think the trust, man, I know we, I feel like in our internal meetings with OMA, we use that word a lot, but it carries so much weight because, um, I think, I think prior to OMA, for anybody who you know has experienced life outside of it um it's hard to go it's hard to have a third city project and have to read and have to research um who you're going to use for help out there and and if you're lucky if you've been in the industry long enough you already know somebody in that city that you know you can trust and things like that um but you know as as a I've been in the industry seven years, but that's still very, you know, fresh for our industry standards, because like you said, the guys we work with have been doing this, you know, 20, 30, some 40 years. Um, so the trust that OMA allows us to have in being able to contact our partners, you know, in New York, in California, in Oklahoma, Texas, wherever it might be that I am not um, physically located nor first class. Um, and being able to trust that partner and know, okay, this isn't just some, you know, Joe Schmo moving company, but they're going to take good care of me. They practice the same um, quality of work that we provide ourselves. Um, so I know my client's going to be in good hands with them. So that's huge. And um, you can't, you can't put a price tag on that because, um, you know, when you can be a one-stop shop for your clients, regardless of where in the country, they might have a project going on and just say like, Hey, I got this project in Seattle, but Kevin's my guy and I know he'll get me set up with the right people. I mean, that's, that's huge. So it's been awesome to, uh, to see how that works and comes together and to see, you know, satisfied clients when it's all said and done. Yeah, certainly. And I think too, like, you know, an important uh, extension of that is not only do you know who you're going to in these markets, but for the most part, they're like number one or number two, as far as commercial movers, in that market. And, you know, again, clients wouldn't know this, but the difference between residential movers and commercial movers is significant. Um, you know, it's a completely different craft in a lot of ways. And to know that, 
you're going into, especially in major markets, you know, like the New Yorks, like the Miamis, like, you know, the, the Californias or, or Austins, um, we have, you know, qualified uh, partners in those markets who, you know, have been doing business there for a lot of times, 30 plus years, and um, specialize specifically in commercial moving. So you're getting the best of the best in that seamless transition between markets regardless is, is is so so important and then one of the other things too is and you know i think this is you do a lot of is the logistics work and you know that type of stuff and you know we've been seeing these issues um with supply chain since the start of the pandemic um and just it's a nightmare for for a lot of companies um who are doing that type of work but you know through oma and and your specialized you know 3pl logistics work uh it it, it helps it a lot um have you been doing a lot of that? Do you do a lot of like, uh, you know, not first mile, last mile, but, uh, you know, cargo ship shipments and stuff like that, you know, picking up from the cargo uh, ships and, and, and shipping them, you know, throughout the country and stuff? Yeah, we do. And that's that's particularly big in, in the Miami and Fort Lauderdale ports right. because um, despite the... Um, logistics crisis that's been going on throughout the world. Um, not that Florida's perfect at it, but they've, they've been one of the more uh, seamless um, operations in regards to, you know, getting ships in and out of the ports more quickly. Um, it hasn't been perfect. There's been delays and stuff like there has everywhere else. So I'm not going to sit here and say it's been, it's been flawless, but, um, but yeah, there's a, there's definitely a big demand for that. And um yeah, the, the 3PL work has kind of fallen into my lap um, because there's such a high demand for it here. So when companies, when 3PLs call me and they're like, hey, um, because as you know, most freight companies will, they'll physically drive the product to and from wherever, they'll pick it up and they'll deliver it to wherever, but they won't touch it, right? right. They want someone to unload it. They want someone to place it internally. Um, if it's on a pallet or needs to be installed, they need someone to break all that down, set it up, get the debris out. Um, so that's where we come in. Um, when we aren't doing the long hauls ourselves, when a 3PL or a freight company needs us, um, that's where we're here to be kind of the boots on the ground for them locally, whether it's in Florida or in New York. Um, I know I did a job with advance up in Jersey city. Um, so that's through one of my 3PL partners. Um, and I was able to say, Hey, you know, I got a great team, uh, team up there in advance and, um, and they can receive this at their warehouse. They can deliver it. They can do the internal placement. Um, so the OMA model has been huge for that. Um, because again, these, these freight brokers and 3PL companies, they, they typically need their quotes like yesterday, right. you know, they're always on the fly. And they always need it done like right away. Um, so the peace of mind they have, like I said earlier, about regardless of where a project might be, um, it could be in Canada. I mean, I've been doing work in Canada with them as well. And we got our partners in Mackey up in Canada um, as well as others. So the peace of mind for the client is to be able to call me and know that I'm going to get them taken care of and get them in the right hands um, has been, it's been a privilege, but it's been, it's been really cool to see just how it's all come together. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you mentioned something really, really important too, as far as freight companies providing no touch delivery. Um, that's huge, especially if you're working in conjunction, you know, with a corporation, 
or something like that, where they would have no idea that the person is just dropping it off on a pallet in their loading dock and they're expected to, you know, bring it up to their uh, office. Um, that can cause a lot of stress and, you know, just really chaos, not to exaggerate, but uh, a lot of issues if you're not prepared for that. And that's why, you know, people like ourselves become such valuable assets to these companies because we can say, okay, listen, you know, we're going to, we're going to coordinate getting that shipment to site, but then we're all going to make sure, you know, we have two, four, six, however many helpers on site there to make sure that we can bring it all up, remove, you know, set it up, remove the debris. So it's a full service and, and, and not, um, you know, putting, putting them in a difficult position. So, you know, that really helps. Um, and then, Again, I, I mentioned it a couple times, but we're really in a very, very special and unique position, you know, strictly because of our, our time spent in the industry, um, a, a, as well as, you know, our, our age, even though, you know, you've been in the, the industry seven years, I've been in it um, nine, this is my ninth year, and it's all we've ever done. So, you know, we, it's, all we, it's all we know, and listen, you know, I, I don't think either of us are going to sit here and pretend like, you know, we know it all. There's guys in this industry who have forgotten more than we know. But we started this young leaders group in OMA. And, you know, the fact that we have myself and you um, among, you know, a lot of other young people in the organization coming together and working together on these national accounts, I think it's really putting ourselves in a very uh, unique and um, exciting position. Uh, you know, to, to do a lot of great work together. Um, I can't imagine anyone else is, is doing it like we are, wouldn't you say? <laughs> we put a lot into it, but um, like, you know, shout out to yourself and uh, Peggy Coakley and um, everybody else with the Young Leaders Group specifically that's, you know, helped head that up. Um, yeah, this industry is not going anywhere. Right. Uh, and I think that's the exciting part is that I always joke around when talking about our industry and um, I say, we're not selling Tupperware, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not, it's not something that you might need or you might not need, or it's not a hard service to sell. Like you need it or you don't. Right. Um, if it goes on a truck. Exactly. And everything comes in through freight. Um, everything needs to be moved at one point or another, whether it sits there for a hundred years or, or not, like it has to get there somehow. And eventually, you know, in most cases, it's going to have to leave somehow, um, no matter what it is. So I think it's encouraging to look at just the demand for our industry and, uh, and the, uh, never thought I'd be doing this. Like I totally stumbled into this career by accident um, but I love it. And it's yeah. been, uh, yeah, it's been cool to be, um, to see how my network's grown, um, and, and just, you know, the people that have been involved along the way. So it's been, uh, it's been a good ride so far, man. But like I said, long way to go. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you're right, man, though, you know, even, even between, you know, the network between ourselves, you know, it's been great getting to know you. You're, you're a good guy. We had fun in uh, Clearwater a couple of weeks ago. We're going to Scottsdale in a couple more weeks. Uh, so it's going to be great to continue to grow together. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll finish up real quick, but uh, I know you're originally a Massachusetts boy and yes. your boy, Tom Brady retired this week. And he seemed to have a lot of good things to say about Tampa but not yeah. too many things to say about New England. What do you think about that? 
Yeah, you know, I think uh, <laughs> I have no complaints, man. Like, you know, who knows what will happen? Who knows what was going on internally with him and Belichick and, and Mr. Kraft? But uh, as, a, as a Patriots fan, I cannot complain one bit. Um, I had 20 years of being spoiled rotten by them so i uh i can't i can't complain man if he's gonna i'm not gonna get nitpicky about how the guy retired when (laughs) when he took us to nine super bowls in 20 years and won won six of them so um yeah no complaints there but i'm sure i'm sure he'll get it he's a class act man so i'm sure he'll get it ironed out but uh but yeah it's uh Quite, quite a time to be a fan. It was, it was quite a run. So certainly was, certainly was. And yeah, final question: Who you got in the Super Bowl? Ooh, I, uh, I'm going with Burrow, man. I, I like the underdog. I know it's, I know it's in LA, and I know, uh, you know, LA's looked like quite the powerhouse, and not undermining their their capabilities. But, but man, like who, who would have guessed earlier this year that Cincy would be in the Super Bowl, right? Kid doesn't lose either. All he does is win big games. He's he's unbelievable. Yeah. So like uh, I'm I'm pulling. I like I like the underdog man. I think it'll be, I think it'll be a good game. But it'll be cool to see Burrow pull it out. So yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Well, listen, I appreciate you coming on. Tell uh, you know Will, Bill, and and Chris, I say hi, and uh, looking forward to to seeing you in Scottsdale and onward and upward, man. We'll definitely have you on again. And next time, you know, we'll be talking about everything we've done so far. All right. All right, buddy. Thanks again. Not my pleasure. Thank you. See you, bud.